Take charge of your health with Johns Hopkins Medicine's A Woman's Journey. Join us virtually on Saturday, November 13th between 10 a.m. and 12.15 p.m. to learn about the latest advances in women's health from Johns Hopkins physicians. Attend two seminars from colon cancer in black women to early signs of memory loss. Gather with friends and family and walk away feeling empowered. A Woman's Journey. It's health education for all of us. To register or learn more, visit hopkinsmedicine.org slash a woman's journey or call 410-955-8660. Yo, yo, I go by the name I'm of Pharrell from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your pusher. The world, the world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cause, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the fatty gov, sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes, Benz convoys with the wagon on the side, only big boys keep deuces on the ride, Gucci Chuck Taylor with the wagon on the side. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler. People up the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Friday edition of Sports Grind. Calvin Casey. Yes, sir. Sam with the spin of the one and twos. We are broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Don't forget, you golfers out there, they've got their two huge golf simulators. If you buy one hour, you get the second hour free. All you got to do is mention the grind when you check in. That offer will be good to the 15th of December. That's Rounders Car Club, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And this first segment is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company uh, that can handle all your commercial and residential needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760, if you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Anything that is sports-related that we're not discussing that you want to bring to the airwaves, feel free to do that. And anything that... um, that we are discussing that you want to join in as well, feel free to do that too. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. What's up, man? You ready? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? You ready to go? Yes, sir. All right. So it's Friday. Uh, so the top of the next hour, we'll be joined by James from Sharpside Sports. So today, to do a little treat, we're going to give, he's going to come in and give you two free plays today uh, for free. I think one in the college and then the NFL and break those down. So we'll take a little break from the educational part of things and start giving out um, some free picks. We'll do that, not all the time, but every once in a while. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, also, we've got other things going on. We've got an NFL card that's coming up this weekend that has some intriguing matchups. We got underway last night um, with the Patriots and the Rams. Uh, Patriots fall short. We'll go ahead and discuss that as well, too. Um, also what else we got going on? We've got, uh, college football, uh, that continues to kind to, uh, roll on. Uh, we'll take a look at some of the NCAA games right now. We know the UT game is canceled, uh, with Kansas and they have no intentions no. to make that up. No. So that's another game lost. Uh, it's been a quite a few basketball <clears throat> games too. That's been canceled in college. I mean, we were supposed to get Gonzaga and Baylor last week. That sucked. That one got canceled. Um, yeah, that's the, pretty much the top two playing teams in the country right, right now. Uh, so again, we continue to uh, it continues to take a toll on the sports scheduling world and the scheduling. Um, also, we'll have uh, NFL, NBA, 
you know, they're getting ready for their seasons as people in camp. A lot of talk is about potential trade, uh, and all that. But the NBA is also looking at how to try to convince their players to be safer. And they're trying to be the first league to kind of persuade their players to take the vaccine shot. Yes, that well, that's their plan. Now they did say they 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 realize they get some pushback, so they want to bring in somebody to talk to them that's not a part of the NBA. Like they don't want somebody that's in the NBA that has a rooting interest in these guys taking the shot. So there's reports out there that the NBA may call on Barack to try to talk these guys into doing it. But then there's a lot. They also feel that a lot of guys that have already gotten COVID feel like they may have developed some antibodies, so they don't. They're not going to want to take it. But the NBA is going to push hard with outside sources to get these guys to try and take the vaccine. Well, first of all, NBA that's that's going to set them back about half a million. They want Rock to come talk to the guys. Um, I, I doubt it very seriously. He's going to do it for cheap. He's going to do it for free. Um, that's one. That's about five hundred thousand. What? It's about five hundred for Barack. Barack, Barack likes man. Barack. It, but keep in mind, uh, Barack likes being around the look, guys. Man, look, you know when there's when there's there's uh there's social injustice situations and all that. Yes, but when it comes down to pretty much you're using me to come in to talk to these young guys to convince them to do something that I'm making it okay. That probably be a feat. I ain't gonna guarantee it, but I'd be shocked if it's done. Do it. That's just different. Barack gets paid a half a million to show up anywhere. You know, but he likes those guys accept him, so he may just come through for free. I don't know, but anyway, good luck with that. I don't care if it's Barack or whoever. Good luck at that because I've had some serious conversations about that too, even with my sister a couple of weeks ago. It's just one of those that the the vaccine thing, and it's not just COVID. It goes back to the flu vaccine, whatever. You just got a big population and now it's more than ever because you've got a generation that is damn near anti-vaccine so it's gotten worse as it goes on that's just one of those that you're not <laughs> going to get hear Fauci? No. Fauci's like i just want my brothers and sisters to know the vaccine was made by an african-american yeah. woman i was like yeah. really fauci that's what you, you gonna pull a hillary on us fauci and just hey to my brothers and sisters because because fauci's heard the well, black people because because fauci's on. heard fauci's heard the black first people be all, like yo no. we ain't taking nothing fauci no. Sisters, well, but, but, but first but, of all, Kyle, he didn't say sisters. No. Okay, he didn't say er. He I said he said a. I, I know he, he said my said, brothers and sisters. That. I said, I'm whoa, say, like, Fauci, don't, don't you rolling dare. with hot sauce in your bag don't, like don't Hillary? Dare put Fauci in the breath with Hillary. Why? Stop it, Hillary. Because he like know he knows black folks don't want to. He knows black folks don't trust <laughs> the vaccine, so he tried to speak directly to us last night. I was like, man, sisters. But see, I think that comes from a good place, man. Hillary was just Hillary was grandstanding, man. I don't put Fauci in the, in the same breath of uh He said to my brothers Hillary. and sisters out there. I said, what? Well, Fauci, another like, thing is Fauci. Well, you know, Fauci's got some backed in on the vaccine, uh, probably with the company that's holding and distribution. It's big money, man. I'm pretty sure he has something to gain <laughs> about how many people take the yeah, vaccine. But, uh, but good luck with that, man. It's, it's not going to go well. Not they think uh, most guys that. will be down to take it, but they said they know they're going to get some pushback. No. Speaking of the NBA. Good luck with that. The union's not going for that, man. These guys, they're not going for that. They, I mean, these if they didn't go to even remotely start again in a bubble, they're not going to agree to get vaccinated. The league's not the the the, the NBA Players Association is not going to go for that. And it's like one of those things that it's it's either all or nothing. It's it, to me, I just don't see how they can have it to where 
Um, some take it, some right. Don't. I mean, I could be wrong with that. I don't know, but I, I anticipate, in my opinion, it would be an all or nothing situation because I think it leads up too much if you have some people to do it, then it's not. I mean, I see what I see the NBA working. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's like, damn it, we ain't gonna play in a bubble, and we want to slowly right. get some of our fans. I mean, New Orleans said they're gonna, they're gonna do seven hundred fans to start off. You start I hearing hear some that. of these numbers. I think New Orleans is gonna have seven hundred. Uh, there's another established, another team I forgot, but you're starting to hear some of the teams that are going to have 700, 500, then increase some. I'm not going to have any. So <clears throat> I see the NBA working because they're looking like, look, we want our environment to be safe and want fans to feel safe. That, hey, we're all got the vaccine. We're trying to set the example because if you get the players to do it, then it's easy for the NBA to run a campaign to get the, the people to do it. And trust me, the only reason why the NBA want the people to do it is because it gives that perception that, well, we're safe now. Right. We can start coming back to normalcy, which I don't think that's the case. It's not going to be the case, but that's the whole situation. That's the whole big picture behind the vaccine. So that's that's yeah, just because the NBA they have they're levying out big fines for guys sitting out on national televised games. So right now, I think they're under the they understand that they're not going to be able to get that money as far as ticket revenue, but they want to make sure guys are able to play, and it's not because of COVID or because Kawhi. Because this is this hundred thousand dollar fine. This is the Kawhi rule. Like, we're talking about Kawhi Leonard. Like, yes, other teams do it here and there, but the, this is the Kawhi rule. This is the San Antonio Spurs slash oh, Kawhi rule. put this all on Kawhi? He's the only one missing 27 games. Like, other yeah. guys sit out here and there. Kawhi misses. Tw- Kawhi, like, Kawhi roll up to the arena like, no, nah, Doc, not tonight. Like, hey, guys, practice over. Come on, round it up. We got to get out of here. I got to get back to San Diego. So they're going to make sure, like, hey, okay, we're not going to get ticket revenue. We're going to make sure our TV sponsors are satisfied. So take this vaccine so you're not missing games for COVID. And let's get out here and play. Vaccine, COVID, non-COVID, fines. Kawhi Kawhi ain't playing 71 games. He ain't playing. He's going to miss 25 games to go. And Steve Ballman's gonna let him do it. No, he ain't got no. I mean, he, that, he the guy. But, but see, see, the difference this is thing. Tyron Lue might come to the podium and be like, "He looked fine to me tonight." And Tyron ain't gonna do that. Stop <laughs> he it, might man. Do Tyron that. ain't gonna do that, man. No, no, Tyron ain't gonna do that. The guy's got an ailing knee, man. He's got a degenerate knee. He, the guy loves basketball. If he could play every night, he would. He's got an ailing knee. As long as he's there when the money counts. You know, it was very interesting to see George uh, Paul George's. Con- I saw an interview he did. From his house, I guess, after signing the extension or whatever. You know, Paul claims he's gone back to his original trainer that was training him when he won the MVP. Um, and I don't even know what year that was. I can't remember. What, what MVP did Paul George win? Almost win. He was okay. third in voting. Okay. In o- he was third in voting when he, okay. that maybe, year with OKC. Maybe it's, maybe he said it's his MVP or MVP year type season. I don't right. know, but he's talking about he's going back to his trainer. Everybody's ass going to pay. That's what Paul's talking yeah, he about. Said, but I'm he listening said, to Kobe every day. I'm like, they, first of all, it, for, until further notice, please keep Kobe's name out of your mouth until further notice, Paul. Don't bring up. Don't we're, we're not discussing Kobe with you. Nothing well, that nothing you showed in the bubble was Mamba mentality. Hmm. Okay. Well, I won't argue that. But I'll tell you that I feel you know. But I did, did get say, an interesting tweet from a listener that was uh, like, "Hey, why are we really judging Paul off the bubble?" And it's not just the bubble, though. It's not just the bubble, dude. Paul had playoff P generated off of one series, one point in time. At Indiana, Indiana versus Miami. Right. When he basically held his own one-on-one with LeBron scoring, this and that, that's where this myth of playoff P and all is born. 
since then, you can't finger point a particular series or a particular time that Paul has stepped up. I mean, the, his claim of he came from a horrific injury. Okay, True. that you got to tip your hat to. But in this interview, the thing that stood out to me, he said, I can't speak for Kawhi. He goes, but, you know, this is somewhere where I'm happy to be. I, you know, I'm this I'm in it for the long haul, the relationship. I want to retire. I'm happy. He goes, but I can't really speak for Kawhi because the question follow up was like, well, is Kawhi next to sign his extension because you can do it next summer. But Brian Winhurst claims that, look, Paul George and Kawhi have talked about this for a long time in regards to how this was going to play out. You're going to sign your extension, whatever. Brian said he'd be shocked if it's a situation where coming in the summer when Kawhi's able to sign his extension. I can't see him leaving the West Coast. Now, um, I thought Loris Frank's comments was interesting, too, about Paul. He said, look, because I wasn't the only one that had the question, like, why now? Why are y'all giving an extension now? But Paul, Loris Frank said, look, there's – there's one thing trading for Paul George and giving him all and giving up the picks we do. There's another thing signing him and keeping here, and we had to do that. So it's like we ain't going to give up all that information. And, and he could have been a walk. free agent. So I still don't really like to time it, but we'll see how Paul bounces back okay. uh, in regards to that. So that's what's going on in the NBA, but good luck with the vaccine because I don't really see that. I don't see everybody kind of agreeing to that. I, I don't. I mean, I see why they're doing it, but I don't, I don't, I don't get that. The rich um, folks going to get the, the – the, their vaccine is in a different drawer. Their vaccine is in that 100% drawer. Ours is in that 94% with side effects drawer. Yeah, yeah we got the side effects vaccine. They get – the elite get a different vaccine. Trust me. Have Y'all have that. Yeah. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grab broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Keep in mind, Double Days Pizza, they have their newest location in San Antonio, located out at Alamo Ranch. They have a drive-thru at that facility as well, too, and they still have their Leon Springs location as well. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Also, um, you know... To kind of jump right into it, uh, before we look in the weekend, ahead of the weekend on the NFL and the college, that we can kind of start last night uh, with the uh, Rams, the L.A. Rams, uh, who hosted the uh, New England Patriots, who end up being victorious. I believe the final score was 24-3, to um, something like that. Um, yesterday, before we got out of here, I kind of said that I figured that, you know, the Rams would do enough uh you know, to pull away eventually and, and get the and get the Patriots. I know that, you know, the Patriots came off of a really a beat down uh, that they delivered with the with the Chargers, because, um, I mean, if you look at those two games in regards to Patriots yesterday, I mean, you know, they've got they got a lot of, um, you know, points off of their special teams and, and pick sixes even last week against the Chargers. But this week against the other L.A. team, which, mind you, which we didn't really touch on it too much yesterday, but they stayed in L.A. all last, like this past week, you know, since that game to kind of get prepared. So they stayed on the West Coast. But when you look at yesterday, you just look at a guy in McVeigh who definitely learned from the Super Bowl experience. Um, you know, facing Bill Belichick, what they did a few years ago. 
Um, you know, I know through the whole telecast, um, you know, Troy was kept, you know, he was salivating and slobbering all over, you know, McVeigh going finally to like a two tight end set uh, in regards to his traditional, you know, which he's he's kind of given that look, um, you know, this year, uh, pretty much in the last few weeks, you know, for the first time, giving coordinators different looks. Uh, but, you know, Troy kept going on in the broadcast about how, you know, this three, two tight end set, not the three word white, you know, the running game, because yesterday it was just one of those situations to where they pretty much just ran down the throat of the New England Patriots. Um, New England's offense has been challenged. We've known that all year. Uh, we kind of talked about that yesterday in regards to, um, you know, the approach of this game. But I think, you know, Last night kind of showed that Cam Newton, um, you know, he was off last night. Um, last night, Cam, I mean, I mean, if you look at, you know, the interception, if you look at some of the throws, I mean, the, that one interception uh, was just awful. Uh, that was a god-awful interception. Um, the pick six that take him back to the house. But, but you know, Cam was just – he was awful yesterday. He really was. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, Bill Belichick, you know, in the, you know, in the post game, or I think in the post game, he talked about, you know, equivalently, you know, making Cam Newton his, his starting quarterback, even though, you know, whatever, pull out bench or whatever that he's his star, he's his guy going forward. And, um, I don't know per se, if I, if I believe that all the way, um, I don't know if I buy that all the way because I know Cam it, you know, with the contract situation, they didn't invest that uh, much into him. You know, even last last year when they signed him, they didn't invest that much into him. Um, also, I know that I think if you are the Patriots right now um, and losing yesterday automatically puts you in a situation to where you're not going to really catch Buffalo. Uh, you know, Miami has a big game against Kansas City, but I really don't really know if I believe Bill Belichick to a certain to where right now um, it should be a situation in the last three games remaining um, that you give Stittman an opportunity to see what he has and see what he's got. You calling uh, for Cam's job? Cam is, I mean, well, first of all, like I said, the Rams ran the ball down the throat yesterday. That's where they won. Cam just Cam yesterday. Cam Cam looked awful. I mean, Cam looks like he's kind of, uh, you know, maybe it's still some ill effects from the COVID situation. Maybe it's something else ailing him. But he's definitely lost some confidence. And I just feel like you know, yesterday's loss. I mean, they will still be in that when you whatever telecast you watch when they give you their breakdown of playoff forecast and who's in the hunt and who's not. The Patriots logo will still be up there. But the reality of it is. They probably are not going to make the playoffs. I know yesterday solidified, you know, the this is the first time. This is, I don't know, I don't know if it's the first time in, what, 17 years, 18 years, I don't know. But it's the first time in a long time they're not going to see double-digit wins. Um, that's, soli- been... that, 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 that's solidified. So I just think that you got the, the Patriots in But he said it was his QB, though. I don't really believe him. The contract doesn't say it's really his QB. Does I Belichick think, lie? Does I he think, lie to the media? I don't know. I, I don't can't think, remember. He doesn't tell. He don't tell them all what they want to know. I, I just think he's trying. I think he's respected the work Cam and the effort Cam has tried to make under the circumstances of this season that's been difficult on all the teams. The COVID, not really a training camp. He's trying to learn. Um, 
you know, the, uh, the, the, the Josh McDaniels, the Patriots system. And on top of that, Bill's not stupid. Bill knows that he's not have really much to work with to throw to. But with that said, I think him showing his appreciation, like Cam's my guy, yes, Cam, that's a little more of the respect of the work. But when it comes out to reality, if you're a Patriots fan, you've got to understand and you've got to look at it like we've got maybe three games to figure out, do we have something in Stimmon or not? And if we don't, they've got to look at a situation of how they're going to address this in the draft and the quarterback. I don't really believe – I don't think – that Cam, I'm not going to say no way, I could be wrong, but in my opinion right now, I'm not that confident, but I, part of me feels that I don't think Cam is going to be there for the for the, for, for the seeable future. I don't. I, I don't either. It doesn't look that way. I don't know what's going on with Cam. To me, he's not playing. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at Redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. With that confidence that he once played with. I mean, I'm not saying that he was ever the most accurate. I'm not saying he never threw picks, but he threw the ball with confidence. He played with confidence. It doesn't seem like he has that. It seems like because they've snatched so much from him and he kind of knows they don't believe in him, it's showing in his play. But my question to you is, if you felt like it wasn't Cam's fault they were losing last night, you felt like they just couldn't stop the run, then why bench him? Well, no, I feel like that was one of the things. First of all, like I said, you you were coming in here, but the first thing that I said is that you can see that McVay, even not just yesterday, but you can say that he's learned a lot from that Super Bowl matchup because, first of all, the whole team with with Aaron Donald, the whole team, uh, you know, um, Aaron Donald, which is I think he's really widened the gap is for sure being the different, the best defensive player in the league. Um, this guy's on his way again. I mean, he's probably is the defensive player of the year again. But I think that whole team, some of them, because the most of the core be is still TJ there. TJ Watt, Watt, if he did get it, Robin TJ Watt. Okay, robbing robbing's the wrong word. Robbing's the wrong word. But that would I, I think is I think is TJ Watt's award. But continue your take. Can we get some stats, Sam, on Sam Donald? I mean, Aaron, Aaron they Donald, play two different positions, but yeah, go ahead. But yeah, no, and and I'm gonna tell you this right now. I like T.J. Watt, but T.J. Watt ain't seeing a fraction of the double and triple teams that what? that Aaron Donald's seeing. I mean, come on now. Like I, I've been high on Pittsburgh's defense before we kicked it off in September, but I, and I got a lot of respect for T.J. Watt, but he he's not. He ain't on that disruptive level. There was a play last night. That after getting double team, Aaron Donald basically sniffs out a damn screen or just hold, just has the sense enough to grab a guy, which is legal. He can grab him and find that he was. That pretty much screwed up a whole screen that resulted into that interception. That Aaron Donald through. has a half sack more than what? Aaron Donald has 12 and a half. TJ has 12. 
I, I think I think I think Aaron Donalds and really where the Rams defense and I love Pittsburgh defense too, but I think he's a little bit more oppressive okay. than what Jay what what Watt has done. Uh, but I was, before we move on, I want to answer, get back to your thing, okay. uh, question about Cam. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Smoothie King at the Rim. Keep in mind, Smoothie King has a great variety of flavors and uh, different flavors to choose from. And make sure you try their Butte Builders as well, too. That is Smoothie King, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Yeah, so I, I just feel that McVay has learned a lot uh, from that Super Bowl matchup. And Troy, uh, Troy kept going on about his three tight end sets and change. They just took it to him, man, last night. And, I mean, the Rams, are their defense is uh, really gelling. Um, you know, uh, got to tip my hat off for Ramsey for being an emotional leader over there in the back end. Uh, but the Rams' defense is going to be something to be reckoned with. I, I think when the dusk settles – um, they are probably going to be the ones to prevail for the NFC uh, West crown. Um, mm. I, I think uh, well, Seattle got pretty, the Jets this weekend. Yeah, I think they still got one more time to play, right? Are they done I'll have already? have to check. Uh, but no, but I think Seattle, I mean, uh, Rams looked very good last night. And I just think with Cam, with the Patriots, I just feel that, you know, these they should use these last three games to figure out what they got with Stidham. It's not really Cam's fault, but he's not performing that well. Um, I think they, if they're really committed to Some Cam. Some of it's on Cam. Form, I mean, yeah, like, I'm not going to absolve him of all. If they really are committed to Cam, then they would have to really spend this next draft evolving and putting, you know, extra pieces of them. But I think from a salary cap situation, a money thing, what it would cost to kind of sew Cam up for a three-year contract, two-year, four-year contract, I don't know if they're willing to take a chunk of their cap to do that. I think it's just one of those situations either they're going to have to dress it in the draft or Stidman's going to be the guy another year being prepared for him to go. Hmm. I don't know, but that's the way, way it goes. So in the uh, sticking with that, as we look ahead to the NFL weekend, what other matchups stick out to you? On yeah, the Seattle and Rams do play one more time in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Now you weeks. think, which I which I kind of agree, but you think that um, what other matchups I see? You, you think ahead. that Buffalo and Pittsburgh is the matchup of the week? Is the game of the week? Just, I mean, I think it's just two good football teams. I mean, there may mm-hmm. be somebody with more implications because I know we got Colts versus Raiders. Both of those teams are trying to secure wild card. Well, Colts are really trying to still they're still that's in the hunt big, for the division, right? That, but that game you just spoke of with the Raiders and the Colts, that's really a wild card game, right? Yeah, there. so that that's I mean, there's some implications, but. You know, but Buffalo I, yeah. needs this one because Miami's right there staring at them. Miami is playing Kansas, Kansas City. City, so I don't know. But you know, the Colts both are tied eight and four with the Titans. But yeah, I just I like Buffalo. I want to see if Pittsburgh responds after two mediocre performances, according to their head coach. But yeah, that that Raiders and Colts game. What are the Raiders rated? Raiders are seven and five. So yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. It, yeah, it's definitely because if you look at the playoff and picture, Miami's eight and four, so yeah, it's definitely a wild card game. Yeah, if you look at the playoff picture, there those two are right there, kind of like you know, 
um, sitting there in similar seating and records almost, and it's probably going to come down to one of those eliminating each other on a head-to-head, depending on what happens in the Sunday game uh, going forward. I mean, Colts still have, have uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Colts still have um, Pittsburgh on the schedule. Uh, they still have the Texans again once, and they've got, of course, uh, the Raiders. You speak of. So to me, I think Raiders, it's the, Texans, Steelers, Jags. Yeah. So Steelers and and like I told you weeks ago, I mean, you know, Philip Rivers is protected from this whole is in a dome. I mean, he's play, the only time he has to leave out is that Pittsburgh game or the element. So it's really lined up for the Colts to try to get that wild card. If not, just try to win the division. I mean, they've got a split with Tennessee. Uh, they got some help last week from Cleveland. Speaking of the Colts, Tennessee's got Jacksonville this week. I think, yeah, they've got Jacksonville this week. So they've gotten some. They've got some help, but that's going to be a that is for the Raiders and the Colts. That's a really playoff potential wild card eliminator type of game. But we have to see how it plays out the last few weeks. Um, now the Cowboys, um, Andy Dalton is going to travel back to his birthplace in the NFL. Oh, that's right. The Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Cowboys are a slight favorite in this one. As um, they should be. The Bengals offense, um, since Joe Burrow's been out, they've gone to like dead last in offense. They fight you, though, man. I think their coach, I think they're, they've got the right coach to lead them. I mean, they've got to do some other things in the draft. But Cincinnati, um, flip 2-1-0 should be proud because I think Cincinnati, when you look at them, even though their record doesn't say they haven't really got embarrassed by really anybody. Not I would say I won't say anybody. I can't remember all the season top of my head, but they're not a team that's just going in even after Joe Burrow's injury. That's just getting blown out. So to me, I mean, I think this should be a winnable game for Dallas. But I, but I, I mean, but I don't, the, but the NFL didn't easy. show them no love. They just played Tuesday. Why uh, is it even fair for them to be playing Sunday? Well, and, and, the, and the reason I say that is because, keep in mind, it wasn't the Cowboys' fault the game got moved to Tuesday. It's because the Ravens couldn't get control of their situation. And then you turn around and look up, and the Ravens aren't playing until Monday. So the Ravens screwed the Cowboys up on rest days. He's supposed to be off on Tuesdays, okay? So you really get no rest day. And then you turn around and you're playing Sunday, but the Ravens aren't playing until Monday. If I'm the if I'm the Cowboys, I'd be a little upset about that. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, what? Welcome to COVID season. I mean, Pittsburgh but it wasn't their fault, man. We got and yeah, it wasn't Pittsburgh's fault. It was Denver's fault. But it wasn't Denver's fault. In New England and they forfeited by Pittsburgh has got screwed. Had to pay a physical game between the Tennessee Titans and Pittsburgh because of Tennessee stuff. And Dallas uh, uh, is enough rest. Been a red dad's been on rest all season. I mean, what do they need to rest up? What what are they doing? I mean, the effort, what it is, sorry. Yeah, get out there and play the game. I mean, like what? Tuesday to Sunday? I thought this was a health league. I don't want to misspeak, but I think we've had a team, we've had at least one or two teams have had to do some type of quick run turnaround like that. I mean, you know, Tuesday, that is what it is. Mm. I mean, you know, I mean, the NFL are trying to do whatever they can do. Um. They're trying to do whatever they want to do in regards to Finishing getting the these season. games in. They're plowing Tuesday to it. Sunday is not healthy. That is not healthy. And aren't they going to Cincinnati? Yeah, Cincinnati. And you're traveling? Come on, man. Come on, man. That's not healthy. This so game should have been so, moved. Okay, so you're telling me. This game okay, should be so, on Monday. So At earliest, this game should be Monday night. 
That's at the earliest. Because like you can't keep going to Tuesday because then you're going to eventually play Tuesday, Sunday. But this should be a this should be a doubleheader Monday night. Cowboys should be playing Monday night. Now keep in mind the Cowboys did have a long break from Thanksgiving until the Ravens game. They had a lot of time off because of the Ravens. Sam, what what's what's what what's, what's your opinion on this, man? He knows what? I'm right. He can he, he criticizes I mean, the Cowboys when he needs to, but he knows I'm right. Considering I have no idea what we were just talking about. Oh, it's all good. Okay. You good, man. <laughs> Don't worry Rudy's, about it. Rudy's on this. He just on this kick about the Cowboys. They are just being played forced. Tuesday. They played on Tuesday. They're got to turn around, play Sunday. This is unsafe. If I'm Cowboy people, I'm pit, I'm upset and frustrated. And I'm trying to tell them like Pittsburgh forfeit their buy. Denver's forfeit their buy. Pittsburgh. It wasn't Pittsburgh's fault. Tennessee had an outbreak. It wasn't Pittsburgh's fault. The Ravens it wasn't had an outbreak. Fault. But they still. But what I'm saying, it ain't the first. Dallas Baltimore's the first. getting to play on Monday. I think if it was a team that was actually still playing for something, it'd be much more <laughs> of a of a topic of conversation in the yeah. league office. Hey, Dallas I mean, is two games out. Cowboys. Dallas is two mm. games out of first. Man, and they play like they eight games out. Like what? I mean. <laughs> Cal, you act like Denver was playing something for something when y'all played with a wide receiver at QB. Y'all it's a better record. It's a better record than Dallas. They were sitting at five and seven at that time. They just came off a win and stopped the team that won seven games in a row. Speaking of Miami, <laughs> don't hey, don't even put Denver in the same category as the Cowboys because they ain't no quarter million dollars in contracts they got okay, in Denver on the, on the roster. Y'all are four and eight. They're three and nine. My so, bad. but before that game, they were still in one of those things with yeah. the hunt. But, hey, at the end of the day, man, it's the COVID thing. The players know what they signed right. up for. You listen to the Sports Grind. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Drive broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis. First Serve Tennis has been serving the San Antonio area for over 25 years. Keep in mind, they offer same-day professional racket restringing and repair, and they have all the name brands in apparel and rackets. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Drive. Um. All right, so before we go on, let's go to the phones here. Let's go to David. David, you're on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760. What's up, David? Hey, guys, real quick. If it's considered, quote-unquote, unfair to schedule a team that played Tuesday night to have them play Sunday, then how how does the NFL justify scheduling teams to play the Thursday following the Sunday game? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. All right. Basically, no, what David's trying to say is that if it's unfair for that, then why? Normal. But then I why? thought I thought normally on a regular year when you played on Thursday night, didn't you next week you get the bye? No, it's not that you get the bye, but if you play Thursday, that, you I don't mean, play, you play till the next Thursday, Sunday. Yeah, you don't play. You don't that's play part that of Sunday. the schedule. But so, he's counting the week before that. So if you play oh, the Sunday the week before that, and then you have a short week going into a Thursday game, yeah. and then you wouldn't have a game that next Sunday like y'all are saying after, but you right. would have one the Sunday before. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Who is that? Good what point, was his David. name? David. David. David, don't be calling in here with facts. Yeah, keep your logic out keep of here. Keep your facts out of here, David. Nah, that was a good that was a good take, Dave. 
You're right. It still ain't fair. I'm just trying to give hope. No, I'm just trying man, to give you, hope you know, to the people. Yeah, you try to I'm like Barack. Try, yeah, you I want to give hope. Yeah, there is no hope. I want to give hope, man. That, that team doesn't I'm running my no campaign hope. on hope. Yeah, okay. I might not really no, do you, nothing. But you, you, but running your, you running your campaign on sympathy. On sympathy. Like, feel sorry for them. It ain't right, man. That's why they can't cover the A-gap. That's why they gave up 600 yards of rushing in two games. Man... Yeah, they did. You know, he should still be in two-a-days. Hell, but playing a game in four or five days, it should still be in two-a-days like it's August. But Mike McCarthy said today there will be brighter days here soon for the Cowboys. That's what he said. Who said that? Mike McCarthy. That don't even sound like him. Like, that don't even sound like his coach's style. Like, he's, he's, he's You're talking he's, about somebody that's not himself. This is not Green Bay Mike. He don't have the moxie. He don't have that swag. He don't have that. Like, you, you, he would hit the podium in Green Bay and be like, hey, Aaron feels the way he feels. I feel the way I feel. We got to be better on offense. That's what it is. That's, That's how Mike McCarthy was in Green That's Bay. True. And Dallas, he's been like, well, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're getting better week to week. We're trying. I'm like, where is the Green Bay? Like, where is the Green Bay Mike McCarthy? Because we went on that job interview and he ended up staying, was reported when he stayed tonight and he stayed at Jerry's place. Jerry had that cup of tea and was had that glass. It was thing like, like, like get, get out. out. And he got Mike trapped, man. He sat on his ass on the couch. I'm like, hey, That's I know what stupid. you did in Green Bay, but this is different. That's what it comes down to that. Can we just in Cincinnati just remind them that three timeouts don't carry over to the second half where you get six? So if the play clock is running down and you have a field goal kicker and you're trying to get three before the half, call a timeout. That would help. Basic one-on-one football, high school football. Play attention to the play clock, special teams coach, kicker, long snapper, whoever it is, somebody pay attention to the play clock. And when you got three timeouts, don't take a delay a game. Basic stuff. That's that on the kicker. Team. I thought about that. Okay, That's on the kicker. Like Whoever once you, once you're out there as a kicker and you're looking up at the clock and you see it's not enough time, That's you're, you've become the quarterback. You're the quarterback of the field goal, spe, field goal special team. You're supposed to the, the the kicker's supposed to take the timeout. Well, I think this, I don't think McCarthy wanted to ice his own kicker. He's thinking McCarthy. I'm sure McCarthy's thinking they're going to get this off. They're going to get this off. They're going to no, get this off. No, Mark, because you look at McCarthy's body language after he was living. That's the most upset I've seen him. That's what I'm saying. He's season. sitting there thinking they're going to get it off. Pause. Well, I mean, I, well, first of all, he was yelling and and. You because he has a mask, you can't see what he's saying. But he was yelling at the direction of the special teams coach on the sideline. Oh, okay, gotcha. Got he, got he wasn't, got you, got you. He, you know, he wasn't berating the kicker what so much come out the field. He was berating, the, and, and I'm not trying to say that you're wrong. That yeah, the kicker somebody should have called a timeout. But no, I think he was more of looking at the special teams in general. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Also, let's see what else we match up that we got. Um, you know, I think it's on Monday night, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so yeah, because Buffalo Pittsburgh is Sunday night. Monday night is that 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 uh the next pretty much big game is that Baltimore, Ravens and Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, man. You know that that's a big one. I mean, Cleveland's already kind of like that's why I think you saw Cleveland really bring the wood last week. So if you're Cleveland, Cal, are you are you right now? Are you shopping Odell? Because even even though even if it's not fair, even if it's not fair. Even if like it has nothing to do with it, and they were going to go on this run with them, like do you 
Can't you get some picks for him at yes, this point? Yes, to answer your question, yes, you're shopping him. You but shop you're not, Odell, you're not right? what you're going to get for him now. I saw Odell post his video stuff. He's already getting it in, working. Um, you wouldn't have got for him now what you probably, coming off that injury than what you would have got for him if you would have traded him, like, say, before the season or week three or four. But to answer your questions with Higgins, a couple of the young guys, you know, Baker's not turning the ball over, and I think basically Baker is more of a relief of fact of it is is that, hey, even though Odell might not be sitting there making it that difficult, but it's present knowing that if I don't get this guy the ball, he's going to check out. He's not going to run block for Chubb and Hunt. He's got to do it, and you eliminate that, then it might be, you know, it might be a positive thing. So to answer your question, yes, I, I, do, I do think they should, and I don't know, I don't want to put a percentage on it, whether they will, but I think it is something that they need to entertain this offseason, early next season, and trying to move him. And I think it would be better for both, I think. You know, giving Odell kind of a choice maybe of where he wants to go. See, Odell pays attention a lot to them NBA dudes, too, and I can see Odell trying to orchestrate somewhat control. Like, hey, I'll go, but let me get some dictate this time where I want to go. Listen to the Sports Crime broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736 Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at Redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. 60 broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios and this next segment is going to be presented by GT Bets. GT Bets, it's game time. Make sure you get in the game with that deposit. They're matching it all the way up to 150%. You bet you deposit $50, they'll match it to you 50. Make sure you also fill out the, your favorite team in college football, NBA and NFL. You'll get that half a point for free on your wagers. That is GT Bets official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And right now, we're going to be joined again by James, CEO of Sharpside Sports Consultant. How you doing this Friday afternoon, James? I'm good. Before we get into the to the matchups, uh, you guys are on the air for two hours a day, five days a week. Which one of you was in the camp that getting Cam Newton for less than a million dollars was a steal? 
I think to answer your question fairly, Good I question. think both of us kind of knew. We were kind of more of like felt like the contract. I mean, especially I can't really speak of Rudy, but I think he gave the notion it was kind of like a disrespect, like, wow, Cam's going to play for that compared to what A, B, C, and D's getting. But I think it was right. more of, to me, it didn't totally shock or surprise me because, again, the, the head coach and the way the organization of New England and Bill has ran it. So that's kind of the yeah. to answer your question on that. Well, man, it, I mean, it's just looking rough, and it's. I was looking at the stats before I came on the show, and, and he has a passer rating that's fourth last in the league, or, or yeah, fourth last in the league. He's only above Darnold, Daniel Jones, and Wentz, and he has the worst worst completion percentage in the mid level area, so mm-hmm. fifteen yards to twenty five yards out of anyone in the NFL. So, I mean, it is extremely bleak. And one more trend or a stat rather mm-hmm. uh, before we get into the matchup. This is the first time since 2002 that the Patriots aren't going to hit 10 wins. Mm. Is that not incredible? No, it's a hell of a run. Speaks speaks to Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, okay. Speaks to to Bill. I and Tom, of course, but Bill. But yeah, Yeah, I kind of brought that up in the first hour, Jay. No, that's crazy, man. I mean, yeah, last night's not nuts. Yeah, no, it is. It is. um, You know, it's kind of you know the the franchise down here um, in San Antonio. Speaking of the Spurs, uh, you know, over the course of the last twenty years, these two franchises have tried to be hitched nationally and comparing in regards to the consistency right. and the stability and the reason why I bring that up because that's kind of equivalent we've had this watch down here like is this going to be the year that the 50 wins don't reach that they don't get right, 50 right, wins right. and we kind of went through that the last couple of years so last night's beat down with the uh, Rams kind of prove your point solidifying that they're not going to get uh, to double yeah. digits wins and that's te- very tough in the NFL speaking of the NFL James yeah. we've got uh, you know we'll get to college here in a little bit but the NFL uh, we got some matchups that have some implications on them. We talked about the Raiders and the Colts a little bit before you came on, and then you know, of course, we've got that big one Sunday night with Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Give me one that's kind of right. uh, looking at your eye from a uh, from a gambling standpoint and from a line standpoint that you kind of looking at, whether it's a total or a side, or which game kind of uh, piques your interest sure. out there. So, well, the, the main implication game with Pittsburgh and Buffalo, that is already the most heavily bet game um, mm by Publix and with pro uh, money this weekend. It's already eclipsed over 1,500 bets so far. Uh, and it looks like everyone's kind of on the same side where they think Buffalo uh, is going to steamroll Pittsburgh. And it's mainly just because a lot of the public Joes, um, people who are just recreational bettors, are, are low on Pittsburgh and they have been all year. Um, but what we're looking at really is a total, and it's the Green Bay over. Uh, 49 in, in, in most shops, 49 and a half. It fluctuates between those. Um, but Detroit is a perfect 5-0 and to the over this year uh, when they're playing at home. Mm. Green Bay is 4-2 and to the over when they're playing as an away team. And I was looking earlier, during the Stafford era, excuse me, which is 2009 from them, uh, Stafford's 55-38 and blindly over-under. Um, he's the best in the league when you're looking at that time stand, uh, or area of, of time, excuse me. Um, and then I was looking at success rate and, and uh, toxic, or, uh, explosive rate, excuse me. Uh, and I think we've talked about it earlier on this show, but early down passing rates is huge for overs in the NFL just because you're either going to have a, a explosive pass play with a stacked box on first down, or if it's an incompletion, you stop the clock. Well, Green Bay ranks third again uh, in early, ba- early down passing rate, uh, and they also have the highest success rate doing this at 54% in the NFL. So um, it seems to be a good matchup. They also 
have the highest explosive pass play rating in the NFL, higher oh. than the Chiefs even, um, which I, I was surprised. I thought Kansas City would be up there, but it's actually Green Bay. And something that I noticed when I was looking at the field chart, Green Bay is the highest has the highest explosive pass rate, play uh, rate when they're inside their own 35. And that's mainly to the left-hand side. They have an explosive pass play of 40%, which is an insane number. But when you think about who always lines up on the left-hand side, Devontae Adams, he's having a career year. So that really speaks to how well him and Aaron Rodgers are playing. But, yeah, in the NFL, we're looking at that over. Um, Okay. And tonight tonight we have a college play that I kind of want to talk to you guys about. My next question is, have you guys ever have you guys watched Nevada play this year? That's an honest question. I, I, I have not. I, I've caught them uh, play a little bit. I know they got San Jose on the docket tonight, but I've seen them play not as much as I've had in the past. But yeah, yeah. So I would be willing to bet that ninety percent of listeners right now have not no watched yes. Nevada play. <laughs> yes, but, I, but and for you, Rudy, I know you like cigars. Light yourself yeah. up a nice cigar and enjoy okay. this game here. I'm gonna because take your Carson, word for it, James. I trust you. Okay. Okay, well, Carson Strong is an incredible talent that Nevada has. The only reason he's a QB at Nevada is because he had a significant knee injury his senior year in high school, so it really prevented him from being highly recruited. Mm. The kid has a rocket arm. He is fantastic. He leads the Mountain West in completion percentage, passing yards, and touchdowns. And the large reason to this is those stats are kind of inflated because Nevada throws the ball a ton. They're fourth in the nation when measuring uh, passing play percentage. Um, but typically when you see a high passing rate, it's kind of dink and dunk. Like think Mike Leach uh, and Mississippi State. You don't really see a lot of balls going down the field. Well, that's not the case with Nevada. Strong is constantly pushing the ball down the field. Um, he has an average average depth of target to wide receivers over 12 yards, which is top 10 in the nation. Um, and he has an explosive passing play of 15.6% on all of his dropbacks. So he throws it down the field. They always run these seam routes. Um, Romeo Dubs is the wide receiver there. He's really, really good. They have a great connection. Um, and it's just going to be a great game. San Jose State has been one of the better stories in, in college football. A huge turnaround. They're one of the worst teams in the nation. And, and this year, um, they're undefeated. So um, it's going to be great. And then there's a little bit of human element in it, into it, too. So San Jose is in Santa Clara. Um, and I don't know if you guys know this, but every California school in, in San Francisco and pro team is, is being forced to relocate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately for, for uh, San Jose State, they have to go play this game now in an old stadium uh, that UNLV used to play in. So it's essentially a home game for Nevada. Wow. Uh, and they had to relocate during the middle of the week. And what's even worse for them is this is going to be their third away game in four games. And last week they went down to the Big Islands and had to play Hawaii. So they have some serious mileage uh, logs uh, in travel. And then on the flip side, this is going to be Nevada's now their third home game in four games. So you see a huge difference with travel and home and away here um, where San Jose is really getting a short, short end of the stick um, with all the traveling and relocating to have to do before COVID. And Nevada's basically just going to play at home and be well rested. Hmm. So just to get this straight, it's the Green Bay and Detroit. You you like the over the total on that, right? Is that what you said? They're five. Okay. Yeah, you like the over. Yeah. And then on the yeah. co- college and, side, what are you what are you leaning toward? So we're going to be playing Nevada money line. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we got a bad number just because it was at, at three uh, earlier in the week. Um, but that line move was really due to the the notion that they're going to be playing now a home game 
or Nevada is essentially going to be playing a home game in Nevada. Um, and when you do see a line move that's plus two and what we call going over the fence, so now Nevada is the favorite rather than being the underdog, it's not quite as big a, a value lost as opposed to going through a key number. So let's say, for instance, that you and Rudy Calvin got, um, you know, uh, Green Bay minus six. Uh-huh. And I got Green Bay minus seven and a half. Well, that's huge difference because now I lose if they win if Green Bay wins by a touchdown, which uh-huh. is very likely happens in a lot of situations. But you guys will win. So that line move is more significant to a line move where you go from being a short favorite, like two and a half, or a short dog, excuse me, two and a half, to a short favorite minus one. And it did um, say so we lost. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it did set at a pick'em at once, right? For a little bit, but didn't it even get yeah. down to a pick'em? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fluctuating now. It, it was at pick'em earlier this morning, um, which is actually when we got it. Uh-huh. Uh, but now I think it's at minus one, so the money line's gonna be minus one twenty. But yeah, the two two plays that everyone should should be getting on is one in the NFL, the Detroit and Green Bay over. Um, we expect that to land at around like fifty five, fifty six, uh, and then the next one would be tonight at ten o'clock, and that's Nevada money line. Uh, and like I said, enjoy some nice QB play because uh, a kid's something special. He's going to be the uh, the next kid who's going to be uh, kind of slept on. Not quite Patrick Mahomes like, but I promise you, he's a sophomore. And in a couple of years, you're going to be hearing about his name from Mel Kiper and Todd McShay. Mm-hmm. What's the the Cliff Note version? Obviously, James. We're joined by James from Shortside Sports. What's the money? What's a money line? Because I mean, we got a lot of guys and women listening that may not fully understand money. Because you just said the money line. What does the money line mean? So money line essentially means you have to win the game. That's what. That's it. it. It's straight up. Yeah, straight up. I I always try to against the spread is when there is a spread on the game. um, That's you're taking your pick against whatever the spread is set. A money line simply means all they have to do is just win the game. Um, But if it's a big spread, you have to risk more. Exactly. Okay. Like, I mean, for instance, I always use the example of boxing because it's a great way to, to uh, illustrate it, um, and which is why we have spreads in college football and college basketball. It's, you know, boxers, like Floyd Mayweather versus YouTube kid who's going to be fighting. He's going to be, he's going to be like minus, risking $500 to win $5. You know, Got it's going to be something outrageous like that. Yeah. So in football and heavily bet sports, what they do is they put a spread on the game. So instead of having it always these insanely high money lines, they say, okay, we're going to have this spread at this game to make it more competitive, and that gives you essentially um, an even money bet. Yeah, I, I've always, I've always kind of been, You're not you a know, money line I'm not guy, a money. You, you got to pay a, you got to pay a fare to run that money line train. And I've never, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and sometimes that you know, in regards to you know, you, you see it depending on matchup. You have the quarterback minus three hundred, four hundred, and in baseball, you know, this James is kind of a different monster because that's really what it comes down to is the money line in that pitcher, unless you play the run line. But I, when I see right. these tickets of these guys out in Vegas and they do this, and some of these guys whether they're just out there with his buddies, whatever, well, I'm gonna risk. You know, I like you know so and so. I'm gonna risk ten thousand dollars to win a thousand. I've never understood the logic of anything else in life that you would invest in or put your money up if you know 
that, hey, well, I got a risk to 10, but the most I can win a thousand. That's like, you know, growing up, you know, that that's like that's like going to a dice game to shoot craps on the street. And then basically you you go to the dice game, but you got a thousand dollars in your pocket, but you shooting against two dudes. All they got in their pockets, a hundred dollars. The most you can win right. is two hundred dollars between them two guys. I've never understood. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying never money line, but not high numbers. Right. And they just always, I mean, and, and they, when I say they, I'm talking about recreational betters, public betters, people who don't do it often and don't do it professionally. They just see that high number and they think it's automatically going to be, you know, a win. And, and, and sometimes it is, but there is that you know, implied odds that you're going to lose that, you know, $10,000 to 1000 And And here's the thing, too, is that I have so many friends who are, you know, brand new to sports betting. They're always texting me, asking questions about it. And the funniest thing to me is that they are infatuated with teasers. Yes. And a teaser, for those who don't know, it's you get extra points on that game. So, for instance, instead of having Green Bay minus seven, you'll just have Green Bay minus a half. And instead of having to pick one game, you have to pick three games or four games, whatever the book sets whatever the odds are. Sometimes it's two teams, sometimes it's three times, sometimes it's four, et cetera, et cetera. So what I always tell them is a teaser is called a teaser for a reason. You Mm -hmm. think it's an easy win, but it's not. There's always something that's going to mess up your teaser or mess up your parlay. And that's why I always suggest going straight bets rather than a parlay bet, because if you parlay three teams, Mm -hmm. right, so all three have to win for you to win, if you lose one of those games, well, you lost your bet. Man, I've got my ass taught, man. Yeah. Those parlays, man, you be sick. You be right. five. You be five yeah. for five, and that last one, somebody does something stupid. Exactly. So yeah, man, it exactly. sucks. I saw I saw a ticket of one in, in uh, Vegas uh, last week, and they had uh, Marshall uh, for the football team to 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 win. That's all they had to have to hit the parlay. It was like a huge payout, it's like you know, five thousand to win. Or in the higher now, it was like ten thousand to win twenty five thousand. All they needed was Marshall, and Marshall blew it. So, and I, there you go. And I think also, James, that's just to wrap it. I think that's also the human element of the casual gambler, anyway. And I and I put that into the res, into the same fact, results, uh, the same results as if you walk into a casino. I mean, you know, most people are gradu, uh, you know, gravitated to the fact that you can walk to a nickel slot or a quarter slot with the chance to pull the right. levy and hit for a yeah. grand or five or 10,000. But the table games yeah. and blackjack, and I put that as the same thing of why people are attracted to those parlays and teams because the parlays is like, what, I could risk $50, $75, but I might win a four fifty five hundred parlay. And that is what's attractive to those, as you say, casual bettors or weekend hackers. Because right. to me, the long run, and that's why I won't speak for a lot of handicappers, but I know there's a lot of people I know in the industry that they really think, you know, parlays are kind of sucker bets. And they don't really care. You know, I think giving one out here oh, yeah. and there so is not a problem, but definitely that's um, if you're doing this for the long haul or trying to yeah, you, you know build your bankroll. Exactly, sure. that's one of those things. Yeah. But all right, James, man, appreciate I you, appreciate Jay. you checking in with us and the two free plays for our listeners. I'll probably give them out to repeat yeah. before we get out of here. Uh, but awesome. we'll see what happens this weekend, man, and we'll check in with you again on Wednesday. All right, guys, enjoy the weekend. Okay, appreciate right. you, Jay. All right, James, it's a lot. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Yeah, you know cool. you're right. The you, the ca- like the casual better because I'll tell you when we come back. Yeah, you I'll listen you to the sports crime broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back.
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Sam, Bridget, Sam Calvin. This next segment uh, is going to be presented by, let's see here, Tiger Sanitation. Keep in mind, Tiger Sanitation. Uh, if you're looking for a job, they are hiring now. They always are hiring, and they're a great company to work for, do a lot of stuff for the community. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the sports crowd. When are we going to get a Luther Vandross documentary or a movie? I made? guess it's in who's in charge of his estate, but that I mean, would be a good like, one. I, you know, the reason I would be interested in that, Cal, because I don't really know anything about Luther. Like, I would love to see the backstory on Luther. I don't know I'm much not about him. I'm going to tell you that I know the backstory of it out, but I know a little, quite a bit about him just because my mom just grew up. That was just her. That was her dude. So, uh, yeah. You know, that's all I'm saying. You know, when are we going to get a documentary on that? And speaking of documentary, like, the bottom line is I've said this. I said this like a month on the show, and I stand by it because I think it came something about yesterday. And, and I got and I don't I don't know, and I probably wouldn't because, again, but I think for a good gesture, I don't know exactly what movie theater is doing this. What? Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of local actors and local writers that this particular movie theater is getting an opportunity to show some of their films that they make. Cause you know, right now there's no movies being released, nothing going out, which I think I applaud to them. It's not like I'm a writer or a movie buff type right, person right, there, right. but I just said this a month ago on the show, dude, it's time for like Hollywood is getting a pass in all this. Like it's time for their asses to get back to work as well too. Like, think about it. Like, there's no movie. There's movie chains that are Well, no, they're on. making movies. They're just releasing them to, like, Amazon and... Man, I'm talking about motion picture, big screen movies, shooting movies. My thing is, if you could take a... If you could take 50 to 40 scholarship, 18, 19-year-old kids, and you could take pro athletes, and everybody can sit everybody there and be testers right. and go through testers, you can have a movie set where you shoot in a movie controlled and testing and everybody basically tests it. It's just Hollywood is just sitting on their ass and they're getting a pass in regards to this. Just like, Oh, we ain't nothing being released. I mean, there's nothing there stuff about, coming out. I'm not talking about Apple TV. I ain't nah, talking about yeah, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about, we've got a hundred million dollar budget movie that we got to shoot. I don't think that I, I think Top Gun Two got pushed back. I don't think Top Gun Two never came out anywhere that was supposed to be in the summer. Uh, I'm not a movie buff. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it did. There, I can't have a list of some of the movies, but I just think Hollywood is just getting the pass in this man. They just sitting on their ass uh, and and being stubborn. Have you seen I mean, the um, the trailer for American Skin, the Spike Lee movie? No, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, you got to peep that's that really trailer. Good. That's another Spike yeah. Lee joint going. Speaking yeah. of movie, man, thoughts and prayers out. Man, um, we didn't mention it at the beginning, but um, actor to play Debo in Friday, Tiny Le- Lister. Yeah, I had no idea it would be sixty-two. Yeah, now they're today. I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part: there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. The early reports are it was COVID. Early reports, but we'll wait and see. But early reports okay. is he was suffering from COVID. And they just did a special, a little bit on him on Monday Night Football with Debo Samuel from the 49ers. 
They aired it on Monday oh, yeah. before the 49ers and the Bills game. And they just did a sit down with Debo Samuel. I, guess, I think it was his first time meeting him, but he was it was funny riding on the bike and said, "I want to know who stole my name, Debo." And you know, Debo. They were talking about where he got it from, but no, that was crazy to hear that news uh, yesterday. Yeah, man. Well. Shout out to these. I didn't realize he was sixty two. That's the thing. So that who? So uh, and then pops passed too. So that's two from the Friday cast because yeah, pops, pops passed, passed away last year. Yeah, yes. I think he will pass away sometime last year, towards the end of last year, I think, or somewhere around there. It, yeah, 2020 has been a doozy. Like, as far as, like, like how do you even do a year in review in 2020? Uh, like, it's all bad news. Yeah, Not all. No, I feel what you're saying in regards to the death because there's always something that plays But, but back to the, uh, when we're talking about with James from Sharpside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, when I mean? first, when, the, when a few years ago when I first, you know, tried to dabble into gambling, I would, the parlays were enticing because it's like, oh, you know, you win this amount of money. You know what I mean? Because the money, because it's like enticing. But when you really start sitting down watching it for all of those things that come together, it's the human it's, element. I mean, people. It's brutal. Now, now, now people hit them. Now, no, I'm I mean, not saying that, people don't hit them. But, but, but it, by it, the time you hit one, how yeah, much are you in the hole? It just depends on what your for. It just depends on what your NBN goal is. I mean, if you're a casual weekend player, you're not, you know, doing it for you know supplemental income or basically to make money, then. Have at it, have fun. I mean, you risk 25. I mean, the advantage of it is it's a low risk, high reward. Um, you know, that's the thing. I mean, so it just, it's, I just know as long as I've been paying attention to it, I mean, parlays are some things that are just for the people, um, that, that it's consult and handicapping and do it for a living. They're, they're really called sucker bets. I mean, the teaser situation, like, you know, totals plays is not really, you know, my thing that I've studied and consat, you know, kind of, you know, formula-wise. Now, teasers-wise, like, my girl, significant other, she's she's a teaser. She's a beast when it comes to teasers and 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 totals and that. She has a formula. I don't even know what she does, how she does, but I'm like, that's the, that's just not me. I've never really tried to figure out, like, hey, this is what you look for and this and that. So each is on, but uh, that was good information from uh, James today. When we get back real quick, we'll take a look at college and see if anything uh, stands out to us about college as well, too, and some other news and notes before we get out of here. Listen to the Sports Crime. We'll be back. Here on the sports grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. It has three locations serving the far west side of San Antonio and Bear County. Texas Chair Liquor is conveniently located off 1604 in Petranco at 211 at their newest location, now open at 90 in Montgomery Road outside Lucky Ranch. If you like them on fa- Facebook, you'll stay up to date on specials and tasting. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of Sports Ground. Um, okay, let me read this to you here real quick. Okay. I almost forgot about this, but I wanted to read this to you. Uh, maybe you've heard this already or not, but let me read you this quote and All tell right, me who this is. If I was on a committee, it would be hard for me to leave out a 10-1 Texas A&M or 11-game Florida team over a team that's played only six games. Nick Saban. Dabble Swinney. 
I, I agree with Dabo. But I brought it up because you saying that Dabo is just like. He say whatever the hell he want to say. He's basically saying on how he disagrees with Ohio State. You know, I look, I, I mean, it's a tough, I, I, it's a tough spot to be in because I think we all know if they played six, if they played 12, Ohio State was going to be there when the smoke cleared. We all, we all kind of know that. But if we're just going off of paper and we're just going off what we've seen on Saturdays, like, especially okay. Let me ask you this, Cal. If 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 by some crazy chance, I ain't gonna say crazy. If by some chance Florida beats Alabama, you still have Bama in, right? Yeah, Bama's gonna okay. Be in so the then, phone. are you gonna put Florida over Ohio State? Would you kick Ohio State out then? Like, let's just leave the Aggies out of it because what? everybody knows I've been on this Ag kick. I'm having fun with it, and I and I do respect what they've done, but I'm having fun with it. They're not gonna be in the SEC title game, so they got an uphill road to to fight. But if Florida beats Alabama, would you then? Be like, hey, Ohio State, you got to go. Florida has one loss, right? To A and M. Yeah, and what the hell are you gonna tell A and M? You gonna let Florida well, leave? They, it? They, the SEC, they won the SEC title game, though. A and M beat them. A and M beat them head to head at College Station. That's only that's only Florida's loss. But Florida beat the team that beat A and M. I told you it's going to be one of the toughest years they got. I think, the, but that's if Florida it, win. If Florida wins, the committee got poop on but, their but, hands. But they got it, something to figure out. Right. That's if Florida wins. But let's bring it back full circle to the to the worthiness of Ohio State. First of all, I see Dabo working. Like, yeah, you you don't want to draw that matchup. I mean, Dabo don't want Dabo. Dabo don't, what are you Dabo, thinking? Dabo's the duck in Ohio State, really? Calvin? I'm just saying he he won't he won't lose Dabo. no sleep if they ain't there. He likes to take his chances against Notre Dame again. Or uh, whoever it might else be, and try to tangle with Ohio State. I mean, and that goes for Alabama as well. I mean, I think Alabama looks like they're clicking on all four senators. But like again, we're talking about a given Saturday or a Monday night. Any of these college guys can get beat in a year like this. But I look, the, the Big Ten has already come out and said that they're going to kind of change their rules in mind anyway. Right. I, I just feel that. Um, and do we know what was the real reason given that Michigan didn't play this game? They had a they had a quote unquote breakout, and nobody. But they had in- this breakout on. This is like on Sunday night though. Like they didn't even like they were just like oh nope it's canceled. No like hey let's hurry up and test again let's see if we let's see what happens to. I just think it's sad that I mean a robbery is a robbery is one thing, but due to the fact that I'm pretty sure some of that played into that, that's just I mean that's bad. I mean, there's certain things you can do in a robbery, but that's the integrity of the game. But anyway, um, I'm pretty sure Ohio State, like I told you, I've, we've never had one go wire to wire from the first original four all the way to B. So I've still got to see that to believe it. Uh, but Ohio I'm going to give committee the benefit of the doubt that they do the right thing if Florida lucks up and beats Bama. And Florida's sitting right now at six, right? Yes, A&M they're right behind five. A&M. But if you beat the number one team on the CFP poll for the for the conference title, you got to – I mean, how do you not – like, just imagine that. We're playing – just imagine no. us playing a Final Four with the SEC no. winner. No. Not in the – well, This is what I'm – I'm not going to backtrack just because we're in a COVID year. I'm going to always say they're always going to honor the SEC champion. They're not going to leave the SEC championship out of the playoffs. So if that scenario would play off that Florida would upset Alabama, that'd probably be the committee's worst nightmare to happen. But make no mistake about it, then you're back in the driver's seat then. I mean, sorry, A&M, but 
two, you would have two SEC teams in there because Alabama's not going to lose their one game in the SEC championship, and they're going to drop all the way from number one to five. That's not going to happen. Right. They'll go from one to four and then have to play whoever replaces them at one, whether that's Clemson, whether that would give you that. But you would just to stick, I'm not going to say with a thousand percent, but I'm confident to say we will always respect the SEC champion. If they win that game and they're in there, that that's the thing. The only thing I think would change that if maybe you're talking about a two-loss SEC championship team, if that ever happens. Then you might sit there and say, but if you're talking about a one-loss champion SEC team, I don't see how they leave them out. I don't see how they leave them out. But mm-hmm. it is sucks for AM because you did beat them. And, and it was suck for AM, the, but at, that's just a part of you got to win the West. And no. trust me, I've been beating the AM drum to death, but you got to win the West. That would that would definitely suck for AM. You would definitely have a case. But to me, I don't need, I don't even I again Longhorn fan is being obnoxious. What do they got to say about it? They towards me. Oh. Towards me because I like I know AM would be playing in some huge, huge bowl game, you know, one of those whatever they call New Year's, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I would love I would love if the committee put those two teams together. If it's not if the bowl committee, whoever mm-hmm. the bowl whoever in charge of the bowls, I would love for the Aggies and the Longhorns to get it on. So get they your wish. so they could stomp a mud hole in Texas you, you. and we could put a like I think people really argue me over who's the best team in Texas. Like how are you arguing me on that this year? We're not, sure I'm not you, talking about. I'm not talking about overall. I'm not talking about lifetime achievement you're awards. Just talking about this I'm talking about season. this year, right now, today, yeah. and going forward until further notice. Aggies are the best team in Texas. How are you arguing me on that? Not you. No, I'm just saying. How does anybody argue me on that? Hard, but they just know. I, they know. They know. I like to troll, so they gonna come. They give it. They back know to that me. you're a nomad. You hop. <laughs> you don't have a home as a team. You drop to whatever's hot, man. That's what they know. You ain't sticky. I suck with the Bears. You don't stick to no four and twelve seasons. No, 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 no. thirteen and and and. Hey, and you know what? I, I figured if these athletes can transfer and cry for oh, trades, God. why should I be loyal as a fan? Oh God! Oh, speaking of that, the trade. This is also what I want to talk what, about to about add in one? because it kind of goes what we're talking about and what Sam kind of predicted with the hard situation. According to Brian Winhurst, uh, it does look like Houston's going to dig their heels in a little bit on this and wait it out. Number two, he said the teams like what what Sam was talking about yesterday, these anonymous teams that maybe have more to offer Houston, whatever. He said around the whole league, GMs and owners are really waiting on what Giannis is going to do, if he's going to sign that or not. Because at the end of the day, they said if you go, you might lose your job if you go all in to acquire Harden that takes you out of the Giannis sweepstakes if he don't sign that extension. So Giannis is holding this thing up, even the Harden trade of right now, because there's teams that want to make that move, but they don't want to make that move if Giannis don't sign that Supermax extension because they feel, I want my pitch with, 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 with Giannis. If I go off with James right now and trade for James and take that salary and give up assets, that's going to hurt me trying to sign Giannis. And I Man, never thought about really that from that. Giannis like, like that? Yeah. The way the criticism he's taken, I wouldn't Are think that. Are you crazy? No, I'm, you the one that was, you killed him the yes, whole bubble. I, I did because I think he does get too much love. But I'm not going to sit here and say I'm surprised that you probably got 8, 12, 13 teams trying to line up to take their shot at him because yeah. every coach and Jim's thinking like, I can, I can, he's Giannis, but I can work on him. We'll fix how they play him in the defense. It's no difference than the quarterback. I'll fix that quarterback. I'll go and fix that. You got six or seven teams ruining the lineup, maybe with Carson Wentz. 
Got to mm. read that in the car, and then the Colorado thing. Hey, you know what, Carl? No, I don't even go. No, I want Carson. I like Carson. Chicago. I'm, he's I'm played in North. Da- he played in North Dakota. I'll take Carson. I think and swim with luck, or go back and swing again in the draft. I can't get nobody that's been cut on in the under the hood that's been in the league. It's got to be somebody that's homegrown to go. But that you're gonna hear Carson. But also, what's being rumored, which I thought about it, I can see it, is that heating up is maybe that Harbaugh to Chicago. I do it tomorrow. What Harbaugh, Jim or John? No, Jim. I'm talking Michigan. Michigan. I do it tomorrow. Play with he, he's, 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 he looks home. like a Bears type of. He uh, was coach. a Bear. Come on home. Come on home, brother. You ain't because college ain't it for you. So come on home. And I, somebody from Pro Football Focus, who's become one of the Bibles of the NFL, said that Jalen Hurts right now is the best quarterback in the NFC East. And this is not, this is only a, with a half of football play. That's ludicrous. That's, that's, that's hey, that's clicks. pro football focus, man. I don't care, man. That's, that's, how can you say that, man? You don't even, we don't even know that yet. I mean, Jalen has, and you said a question that you said that is Jalen and two are linked. Are I they mean, forever linked? I mean, they one guy took the other guy's job in college. One made a one transfer. Okay. Back. You listen to the sports crime broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. We'll be back. This last segment of the day is going to be presented by Sharpside Sports Consultant. Don't forget to go to their website. Use the promo code SGE1. Get the SGE Pick 6 package, 25% off. Picks will be up ready for you by 9 a.m. Central Standard Time tomorrow. Uh, Looking to bounce back on the college and the NFL weekend. Uh, that is Sharpside Sports, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And don't forget the promo code as well, too. And don't forget that promo code GRIND in the referral box at GT Bets as well, too. And also, uh, today in the last segment, we'll uh, welcome back, I won't even say new, but welcome back an old sponsor client of ours, is Stephen Reese, Farm Insurance. Everybody's listening to this show for the last probably eight years or so. You've heard Stephen used to be with Farmers. Now he's opened his own insurance uh, firm and integrity advisors insurance so now he has the capability of being first of all he is fully virtual insurance brokers so uh, it's a safe environment he can give you quotes and stuff and give you policies virtual as well too and then also he takes the hassle out of insurance and you just have to call integrity advisors and if you call them at 210-641-4000 or if you go to the website at www.iaainsurance.net uh, you can get a free quote. So that's uh, Integrity Advisors Agency with Stephen Reese, uh, back as the official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, so moving forward and looking at the weekend, um, that's going to be a big game to talk about come Pittsburgh and, uh, and Buffalo. Um, you know, that that's going to be an interesting one. Um, also, you've got uh, to see if the Cowboys are going to have a pulse against Cincinnati, see how Andy Dalton does coming back to his old stomping grounds. Remember, Andy, they disrespected you, man. They told you to get out, go back in there and get a, see if you can get a dub to stop the bleeding. Um, college, um, you, know, it's, you know, it's one of, those, the, one of those deals to where it's not that total of a sexy week. I mean, we're getting ready for the championship games as well. 
Um, there's a couple that might be, you know, that Carolina and Miami hurricane, that's an interesting game as well, too, uh, with, you know, old uh, Mac Brown taking on Manny Diaz, one of, I think, one of his old defensive coordinators. Uh, they get it on this weekend as well, too. Um, we'll have a free lean of the weekend out for you probably late to, later tonight, so make sure you're uh, getting on the IG. Follow me on the Instagram at uh, SG underscore picks on IG. We'll release that tonight as well, too, and probably do a couple. Uh, one bonus play for the NFL as well, too, come Sunday. Other than that, man, ready for the weekend and ready for some real uh, cooler weather, colder weather to hit, too, as well. I don't know, man. We're due for a cool front here. I mean, we got St. Nick coming down the tree already here pretty soon, and we're still – I'm still walking around in shorts. It's it's kind of chilly at night. No, um, it gets cold at night. It gets cold at night. Especially, and there ain't no joke in that hill country area, as they say. Never thought that. I thought that was always myth, but no, it's a little chillier there at night. I'm um, I'm gonna be out tomorrow. I forgot, Cal. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be out tomorrow at um at the well hosting mm-hmm. a sling fest. It's a slingshot event. It go mm-hmm. all around the nation. So I'm gonna be out there tomorrow at the well from twelve to six. All the coolest slingshots in Texas will be mm-hmm. out there. So okay. come out there. I'll let me. Sheik in motion will be out there as well. Be a good mm-hmm. time. See some slingshots. Get some food. Get some drinks. Have a good time. So. 12 to 6 at the well. Come holler at me. Just keep your distance. Fist bump. Wear your mask. I don't want to get mask too. Mask up. Yeah. Mask up. Enjoy yeah, man. Sling, sling fest at the well tomorrow. 12 to 6. Up Come holler at me. Up in New York, they're already closing indoor dining uh, from restaurant. You know what's really crazy is going to see, to really go this year without on December 31st looking at Times Square no ball and drop. Seeing that 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 not see being able to That's see that. That's not gonna image. happen. You sure? I think they'll How have it just the no fans. They're they gonna have it just been? no fans. I mean, we've done everything else. No fans. Why not drop the ball? No fans. What? This is a this is where you go for people, millions of people to pack in the middle of Times Square, and you have you have performances, you have all that, and you want to do that virtue? You want to do that half ass? We've done. We did the Masters half ass. That's the we, Masters. That's we not, gonna do the Super Bowl half ass. Everything's half ass. We did the NBA championship in the bubble. In that. That's pay for athletes going out getting paychecks. The the New Year's Eve ball dropping, and you're gonna do that with no fan. Dick Clark rolling around his grave. Sam ball drop. No fans. They're still going to drop it, no question. Yeah, drop the draws, man. It's not going to be the, the same, man. I mean, nothing's if, the same, all, Calvin. They, like like they, Drake's album, they, nothing if, was the same. If, if they drop it, it's all about if Toshiba still has that 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 sponsorship on that ball. They'll drop it for then, so oh, people yeah, still see course. Toshiba on there. But other than that, I don't know. I never thought about that. I thought we just move, keep it moving. You know, oh, keep man, it moving. Every- we try to uh-huh. maintain some normalcy, man. Just take y'all's vaccine. Stop being scary. So that means our y'all downtown. put worse stuff in your body. So okay, does that, so does that nothing mean? like nothing like somebody that used to be uh-huh. on heroin talking about. I ain't taking no vaccine. So that, does that mean for the New Year's Eve celebration down here, the Lost Lonely Boys is canceled? We still moving along with that. Don't dis don't disrespect the Lost anyway. Lonely Boys. <laughs> That's a great to the group. Producers of the show, Rudy J, myself, yes, Calvin. Sam Spin the one and two, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down in the whole 305 South Florida region when that alarm goes off Monday morning for it to snooze button for you out the rack. Just ask yourself, you grind in peace, y'all, man. Get-
Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.